will start at 5G and your bona fide thought and you can't teach that. It's sickness. Yeah. Little fucking Tuesday surprise. Turn this shit up in your cubicles, you fucking peasants. We hear free Jim Cornette. That's what y'all been waiting on, huh? What the fuck? Who's calling me already? Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, laying a smackdown on you ass clowns. Your bitch heard me spit, now she all up on my nuts like a pat down. They know I always carry mad pounds. You can't find them cause they're in the mail all wrapped in women's nightgowns. Exposing you rodents while pushing potent potions. My heritage, the diagnosis for my verbal explosions. Been chosen to leave you choking like dirt weed that you smoking. Dabbing Aladdin's in town is the reason for the commotion. But jealous people caught word. I don't care what you heard cause I'ma do me. I ain't backing down, I don't get scared. Bitch, you soft, I done paid the cost. That's why I'm the boss. Riding around the town a couple pounds Bitches love how I put it down I ain't stopping for a fucking Phone ringing, money coming in I be blowing up, always reading up I'm the shit you just up Get the grand, that's the master plan Fuck it, make it mills All about my bills, you'll never catch me with a I'm in charge and I'm living large Smoking on cigars, I will let you hit it But you looking like a Yeah that's the game plan. Hit the club and make it rain, man. Indian bitch in my lap doing the rain dance. White bitch with a spray tan. How much I gotta pay, man? I'll beat that pussy up like it's sports entertainment. I got money in the bank, bitch, and I ain't waiting. Give me the title now, I'll take it without hesitation. I shatter competition, bring them to their undertaking. Then tombstone their bitch into the motherfucking pavement. It's hell in a cell, so I stay away from cops. Cops a merch from my website, it was made in sweatshops, enjoy the mixtape, even though you hope it flops, ayo Enzo, hit him with it when the beat drops, yeah, y'all catch that, dabbing Aladdin, shattering competition, I didn't think so, riding around the town a couple pounds, bitches love how I put it down, I ain't stopping for a fucking Coming in, I'll be blowing up, always reading up. I'm the shit you just up. Get the grants, that's the master plan. Fuck it, make it mills. All about my bills, you'll never catch me with a I'm in charge and I'm living large. Smoking on cigars, I will let you hit it, but you looking like a How you doing? How's your mother? Ladies and gentlemen, free Jim Cornette. Oh. Lord, Lord, y'all. What I'm gonna do? Lord, Lord, y'all. <laughs> Shit is all true. 
Mmm, fried chicken, fly vixen. Give me heart disease, but need you in my kitchen. You a bird, but you ain't a key. Got wings, but you can't fly away from me. Driving in your bucket seats all the way from Kentucky to fuck with me. Look what you done to me, was number one to me. After you shower, you win your gold medal flower. Then you rub your hot oil for about a half an hour. You in your hot tub, I'm looking at your salad. Uh, it's a fucking chance. Lay it down to your red hot Louisiana style, you make my head rot. Then I flop to the bed, then flop. When we done, I need rest. Don't know. Yo, fried chicken is hot in the streets right now. Fucking stocking fried chicken has to be through the roof. You got people beating the fuck out of each other at Popeyes for a fucking sandwich. Chick fil A is always hot. You got Jim Cornette out here getting fired. We're going to get into it first. Let me buzz in my fucking co host. Who are the five best rappers of all time? Think about it. Dylon, 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 and Dylon. Because I spit hot fire. Boom o'clock. Top of the morning to you, Vanilla Face. Uh, yeah, I was going to just do a little podcast this morning by myself, just record it on GarageBand and then drop it. And I was like, fuck it, see if fucking Dylan's around. Dylan's around, little fucking Tuesday morning podcast. Got nobody banging on my wall telling me to be quiet because all the peasants are at fucking work. And now we get to sit here and we get to chat. Uh, I should probably explain the title of the episode and the song and the whole fucking fried chicken theme to get everyone started. For those of you that aren't that aren't wrestling fans, I know like some people listen to this show that aren't necessarily wrestling fans, and they're just fans of the Dab and Aladdin, and I appreciate that. But wrestling is something that I like, so that's you know what we fucking talk about on here a lot. And also, my show, The Champ Smokes Face Blunts, is starting up again soon. It might be starting as early as next week. I'm not exactly sure, but Champ Smokes Face Blunts, the only wrestling show that matters, is going to be back fucking probably next week. Get ready for that. Also, I don't know where you guys are listening to us right now. You might be listening on DabinAladdin.com. You might be listening on Blog Talk. I don't know, but go fucking subscribe to this shit on iTunes, on Spotify, Dab and Aladdin podcast. Give us a little a little fucking review. We have some people that have given us bad reviews. It has me down to like four stars. I don't care what you say. You give me a good review, give me a bad review. Just go and fucking give us a review and subscribe on iTunes or Spotify, whatever you listen to your shit on. I appreciate everyone who has. But yeah, so uh, I think it was last Friday, actually, on the, the Friday Night Super Show. I had Kent and Trip call in at the end of the show to the real Friday night super show, the, my Friday night super show. It's my show now. And, uh, mm, we're talking about this new thing, NWA power. It's owned by some rocker guy from some pumpkin band. I don't, I don't listen to that shit, but it's owned by some rocker guy from a pumpkin band. And it's like a Southern kind of wrestling promotion. It's filmed in a studio in Florida. It's meant to look like those old fucking 80s wrestling shits filmed in studios. They got this guy, Nick Aldis. He's kind of like their like Ric Flair guy. They got all these other guys. It's 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 pretty cool, but it's it's definitely made to look like it's 80s. There's no like high production value. Like you were saying, Dylan, you like it because you feel like they can't hide behind anything because there's no fucking yeah, big they screen. They have to focus on the wrestling and they have to focus on like, they have, you know what I mean? Yeah, they put all their stock in their, in their people. 
Yeah. So we, we talked about this shit a little bit on Friday. I was telling Spank Ken I think he would like it, and I even sent him a link to it after. And I watched the first episode. It was pretty fucking good. And I, I subscribed on YouTube, and there were six episodes out so far. Yesterday, the seventh episode came out. I was, I, I've been watching YouTube on my, uh, I've been watching YouTube on my TV. You know, what the fuck is going on? I start, start this podcast and my, my mom and my dad start blowing me up. My dad called me when the show started. Now my mom's texting me. She's telling me to get off Facebook and leave people's families alone. I have a great mother, but I'm not going to oh get off God. Facebook. I can't get off Facebook or leave people's families alone right now. It's my fucking job. So anyway, back to NWA. My parents fucking trying to ruin my podcast. Back to NWA, right? So I subscribe on YouTube. And yesterday, the seventh episode was supposed to come out. I've been watching YouTube on my Xbox. It's definitely a game changer to have YouTube on your fucking Xbox. You just watch it on the... And, like, things on YouTube aren't little, like, five-minute videos anymore. There's, like, two-hour podcasts on YouTube, shit like that. So I just watch it on my TV. I'll actually have it on the PS4 also. And then on one TV, I, I don't really play PS4. I mainly just play Xbox. So I'll basically use the PS4 to browse YouTube on one TV and watch. And on the other TV, I'll play Xbox and it's a pretty solid setup so I was watching I was going to watch some podcast yesterday but I saw NWA was up on the, the new episode 7 was up on YouTube I didn't watch it because I was watching some other shit and I'm only on episode 1 but I definitely saw it and then a couple hours later my buddy V Smokes out in Cali hit me up and he was like yo I can't find episode seven. Like, where is this new episode? And I was like, it's fucking there for me, dude. And it was still, it was there for me. And I sent him a link to it and it didn't work for him. He sent me a screenshot. It was like video is private, blah, blah, blah. I was like, maybe they don't let Mexicans watch it because V smokes is Mexican. And he was like, aha, very funny. And it, it just like wouldn't fucking work for him. So I had no idea what the problem was. I was just like, sucks to be you. He's out in California. I thought, I thought maybe it was only out at like whatever time, East Coast time. And then the West Coast maybe has to wait three hours. I, I have no idea. That was the only thing I could think of. And then I go online and I see that there's a controversial comment. Now, the hilarious part is someone posted a video of what was said. And I couldn't watch it because the guy who posted it already has me blocked on Twitter. No real surprise there that this person who's getting offended on Twitter already has me blocked. Yeah, they got offended at me a long time ago. So I got on one of the burner accounts and I saw what was said. And Jim Cornette, the announcer in NWA, said, Trevor Murdoch is the only person I know who can strap a bucket of fried chicken on his back and ride a motor scooter across Ethiopia. That's fucking amazing. That's world-class commentary right there, bro. You're not going to get that on fucking WWE. You're not getting that on AEW. I fucking love it, dude. It's great commentary. I don't know. Not to mention, I don't know. It's, fucking, it's on YouTube. Like, what does it matter? It's not relying on sponsors. They don't, they don't have to worry about pissing yeah. anybody off. He didn't say anything. First of all, you can give him the benefit. If, if we're giving him the benefit of the doubt, maybe fried chicken was just on his mind because 
the chicken sandwich is so hot right now. He'd probably been seeing a lot of social media stuff about the fucking Popeye sandwich. Maybe chicken was just on his mind. And then he was, that's the first food that came to mind. Then he was thinking, where's a lot of poor people? Ethiopia. And he's going to ride across there on a scooter with chicken. Maybe he's saying he's going to give it out to them. Maybe he was calling them a nice and generous person. We don't know what Jim Cornette meant by these comments. Maybe he's just fucking being a good guy. You know? But anyway, people got really fucking pissed over this. I just need to say that comment again. Trevor Murdoch is the only person I know who can strap a bucket of fried chicken on his back and ride a motor scooter across Ethiopia. Wow. It's pretty amazing commentary. And now, so that happens, and they fucking take the episode off of YouTube. There's no more fucking... No more NWA episode 7 on YouTube. I don't know if they edited it and put it back up or what the fuck happened. But they took that shit down and they made Jim Cornette resigns, which sucks. In my opinion, that's fucking hilarious commentary. He said shit before that's made people mad. He said shit about like fucking... He said something about Sonny Kiss, the fucking gay wrestler. One of the many gay wrestlers from AEW. But dude... You know what I noticed is there's literally something gay in every single AEW match. There's not a single AEW match where there isn't something (laughs) homosexual involved in the match. Like, they can't just have one match where it's like a wrestling match. It's literally like, I I joked on Facebook yesterday that it should have been called the Homosexual Wrestling Federation. Because that's basically what it is, dude. If you watch it, I'm telling you, there is something gay in every single match. I've done this test on every AEW program, and it has rung true on every AEW program. Whether it's a TV show, Dynamite, whether it's a pay-per-view like Full Gear, or whether it's AEW Dark, their online thing. There's something gay in every single fucking AEW thing. Like... They'll start so it out. Not to mention they just not to mention just like the boarding around the arena is all rainbows. And like yeah. and like all the Titan Tron just goes rainbow. Yeah, the whole intro is just exploding rainbows. It's just a fucking pew pew like burst of rainbows and trannies and shit. But yeah. It's just fucking gay. So they'll have either a gay person in the ma- and not just like a gay person, like not just gay, like you know they're gay in their private life, but they don't like promote it. I mean, like a flamboyantly fucking gay person in a match, like Sonny Kiss, like we were just talking about. That 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 that's honestly what I saw yesterday. I went on YouTube and I watched the AEW Dark match from Boston when they were in Boston a few weeks ago. And it was the first match is the fucking Sonny Kiss, which is just so. Ugh. Oh man, is oh man, it's the fucking uncomfortable to watch, dude. I just want to watch like wrestling. I don't want to fucking ah, I don't know, dude. So that that that's the fucking first match, and then the fucking second match was like uh, the 
the Dark Order, dude, which I guess they're supposed to be heels in everybody, but everybody boos them, and I don't think it's like a boo like your heels. Like, the first time they appeared in AEW was that double or nothing in Las Vegas, which I was notoriously at. And when they came out, everybody was chanting, who are you? And then all the fucking marks that were sitting next to me that started to go fund me to give the money from my ticket to the gay Hodor sitting next to me after, all of those fucking people, they were all getting mad that the audience was chanting, who are you? Because they were just fucking offended because they were like, how, how don't you know who they are? You should all know who they are, even though they've only wrestled like once in, in America and like blah, 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 blah. I don't know who the fuck these people are. It basically looks like the fuck. I've said this before. It's the guy <laughs> from the basement. It's the guy from the basement in Pulp Fiction with the fucking ball in his mouth. And he's with one of the Viking Raiders. And if that, if that's not bad enough, then they have like 10 more guys following them that all have on like the fucking gag ball latex suits. I just don't understand it, man. Like, I don't know how you think that's badass. And Ernesto said something on this show a week or two ago about Tony Khan being gay. And I that never crossed my mind. I thought he was just a fucking... I mean, I just didn't think he was gay. I, I just didn't know, you know? And then after he said that, I was like, huh, I can, I can kind of see that, I think. And then I started Googling, like, Tony Khan gay. And I think he definitely fucking is gay. Um, the more I find out about this dude, the more I'm like, he's just a little bitch. N- not because he's gay. But because of all the other shit, he just, he's like the champion of being an offended little bitch. Because you can tell that he's just an offended little bitch that has been offended his whole life and made fun of since he was little. People called him a little fucking nerd. And now he's older and he has his daddy's money and he's not going to let anybody call him a little bitch anymore. And now in this era, we're getting offended is the currency that's the like exchange of people nowadays who can get the most offended in this era he can easily be the most offended and now he's just trying to do that and he's using all his money to make sure everybody knows that he's the most offended person and he's using his whole little homosexual wrestling federation to let everybody know that he is the most offended person and there's been a, a, I, I know I that Randy thing. Orton. I'm, yeah. I'm happy that I'm not a Jacksonville Jaguars fan because this whole AEW thing would just make me hate them even more. Yeah. Well, you know that video I showed you, Dylan, of Randy Orton on Twitch when he said the N word? What N word? There's, there's a few different ones. He didn't say it with the, with the hard ER, he just said it with the A. Oh, so repeat it. He just, he just, he shot someone in Fortnite and was like, boom, and then said the N-word. It wasn't like, it wasn't like racist. He wasn't like on Twitch, like yelling like, we should lynch them all and burn them and yeah. He wasn't on there singing Johnny Rebel songs, you know what I mean? Not he was just having a good time. Right afterwards. Yeah, so you and. You see that he was like, oh shit. 
people have asked me before if Randy Orton is black. Like, Randy Orton, like, he, he looks like he could be something, you know what I mean? He's not, like, super fucking yeah. white. I don't know. I don't know if he is or if he isn't, I mean, but anyway. The dude's a tree. The dude's a tree. Yeah. Most trees have, like, look brown, so. Yeah, it, if he said the N-word to someone, I I think 90% of people aren't going to aren't going to do anything to Randy Orton. You know what I mean? It's just, if Randy Orton walks up to you and says something like that, the fuck are you going to do? Yeah, exactly. You saw what he did to Kofi Kingston. (laughs) 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 Not even a trial set up. Just fucking fell into the lap. (laughs) Dude, I, I, that just hit me and I just fucking, oh my God. Yeah, you saw what he did to Kofi Kingston, dude. Nobody can do anything. Yeah. So then, so that happens. And then Tony Khan, who, I don't know where the fuck, I don't know. He's def, They're definitely Middle Eastern. His dad definitely isn't thrilled at his sexuality. But they're fucking definitely Middle Eastern of some sort. So they shouldn't be talking shit about the Middle East. But he's on fucking Twitter talking shit about how, like, he said something was about as safe as a plane of wrestlers stranded in Saudi Arabia or some shit like that, being yeah. held hostage in Saudi Arabia. So then Randy Orton posts an article about how his dad is being investigated for some shit he did with his investments or something. Just got to be like a fuck you back to them because they're talking shit about WWE. So Randy Orton's just, you know, he's clapping back. And then Tony Khan comes back at him and he says, I forget the exact fucking exchange, but here, ah, no, it's, it's going to be too much work if I fucking pull it up. But so then Tony Khan come, basically comes back at him and he says, Oh, yeah, this is what he said. He said, that story is old and and false. And, by the way, you said the N-word on Twitch. Like, Tony Khan is... Like, when I was younger, if, like, somebody, like, said something bad about black people, it was like that South Park episode, and they had to apologize to, like, Jesse Jackson or fucking whoever, or Al Sharpton or... Whoever it was yeah. on that on that, that episode, remember that one? I remember. I don't Ooh, remember. Oh, I remember. Yeah. Nowadays, it's fucking Tony Khan going after you on fucking Twitter, and this dude is acting like he's actually offended about it. That's what actually pisses me off. Is like I know I'm not black, and I know Tony Khan definitely isn't black. So I'm not really going to be, like, out there, like, acting offended on behalf of black people because I'm not black. If I want to get offended on behalf right. of, what like, Syrians or, like, something, you know what I mean? Like, dude, what was, it's just the biggest bitch move, dude. It's like when that kid I went to high school with and middle school with, Rob Kirkshin, after the whole Nyla Rose thing, he was on, he was on fucking Reddit saying, oh, what bothers me so much about this is that he's Armenian and I'm Armenian and our people have been through genocide and he should know better than to make fun of tranny wrestlers and blah, 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 blah. It's like, dude, what does that have to do with anything? 
You know what I mean? Like my fucking great grandpa, my great grandfather came from Armenia. I didn't fucking come from Armenia. I didn't have to hide from a fucking genocide and neither did you. And it was about where that was about your fucking ethnicity and being Armenian and all that shit. It wasn't about being a fucking dude and dressing up like a woman and beating the fuck out of women on national television every week and having everybody think it's okay because they don't want you to feel offended. So it has nothing to fucking do with that. It has nothing to do with anything. That's the yep. biggest fucking weak bitch thing in the world is to bring race into something that has absolutely nothing to do with race. It's literally the fucking race card to the fucking max. And in the case, it's not even by anybody who has the race card. It's a fucking counterfeit race card that you're pulling because you're not even that race and it has nothing to fucking do with you. Tony Cods try to be a fucking homosexual mouse knight for these everybody and nobody fucking needs them dude just shut the fuck up that's why your face isn't on tv because nobody wants to fucking see you if your dad didn't have money literally nobody would know who the fuck you were and none of these wrestlers would be hanging out with you so you're just a fucking bitch so he just gets on twitter and he's like oh you said the n-word on twitch you said the n-word on twitch and it's like he just it's just the biggest fucking bitch thing dude like, that's his fucking response. And then everybody from AEW is like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. And it's like, you, you, what? You, you guys all look like fucking bitches now. Yep. So true. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah. And then on top of that, another article out about Tony Khan is that at the latest StarCast, which... StarCast started out as a cool little thing in Chicago before All In, which, like, back then it was was no AEW. It was just fucking, it was just an event. And then after that, they started AEW, and they had StarCast 2. Since then, they've had, like, they're on StarCast 4, and it's just been going downhill since the first one. Second one, they they tried to go, they they, they literally tried to go all out for the second one. In Vegas, they were like, we're not even going to wait a full year. We're going to do a second one and we're going to get Undertaker and we're going to roast Ric Flair and Ashley Mazzaro is going to be there and everybody. And then what happens? It all fucking falls apart. It's supposed to be in Vegas. It's supposed to be like high rollers, Vegas, balling, Undertaker, good fucking times. And what happens? Everybody gets pulled. No Ric Flair, no Undertaker. Ashley Mazzaro gets upset about the whole thing and kills herself. And now StarCast just falls apart. Meanwhile, they refuse to give refunds. I have to invade it, hold my own press conference to let the fans know what's good. And, you know, that was that. Then they have another one. Uh, the, uh, that was in fucking Chicago, the, the third one, I, I believe. And then now they have the fourth one in Baltimore. At the second one, they were supposed to roast Ric Flair. It didn't happen. At the fourth one, they successfully had their first roast, and it was of Tony Schiavone. And I guess as soon as this roast started, everybody just started making jokes about people in the room, and Eric Bischoff was there. And uh, according to Eric Bischoff, somebody cracked a joke about Tony Khan and called him the money mark. And was like, how many VPs do you have in your little wrestling company, Mr. Money Mark? 
and he got offended and walked out of the room and left StarCast. So that's just the type of guy that Tony Khan is. He's easily offended. He really looks like a little gay fucking mouse. He's the bitch. And when you think of a company, you should, you should fear the boss. The boss should be somebody that you respect and that you fear and that you want to work for. I really don't think that anybody respects or fears Tony Khan. If you, if you fuck up in WWE, you know you're getting sent to Vince McMahon's office. You know you're going to Vinnie Mac's office and that it's not going to be a good time. You know? You just know. I would be yeah, scared to just, fuck up in know. WWE. I would be scared to fuck up in WWE. I don't want to fuck it. You know Vince and is going to, like... If it's not you Vince, fucking, you're dealing with fucking Stephanie or Hunter. I'm all set with that, too. Yeah, I would be more scared of Triple H, to be completely honest with you. So those, if you fuck up on NXT, you're talking to Triple H. You fuck up on the main roster, you're talking to Vince. That's not fuck. I mean, I'm not sure if that's exactly how the line of command works. There might be somebody in between them that yells at you, like fucking A-Train or, or somebody. But, you if know? You fuck up, but if you fuck up big enough. Yeah. You don't, you, you, you don't want to. And back in the day, it was even worse because back in the day, the locker room was more allowed to, like, kind of harass each other and fuck people up and shit like that. Right. Nowadays, I feel like it's all pussies. Like, I, feel like, I, I, I honestly I wouldn't be scared. Uh, I wouldn't be I scared of Seth Rollins. What up? I can only imagine after Titus World Slide. Yeah, I mean, they just made a whole joke out of that and sold shirts. Vince already hates Titus because they had some yeah. segment. They had some – have you ever seen that thing where, where he fucked up? There was, like, the closing segment on Raw or something, and Titus Didn't did he, like, something. McMahon? Yeah, he, like, they were, like – back or sneeze or something. Yeah, he, yeah, he fucking did something, dude. I forget what it was. Like, they were walking Vince out, and he, like – he put his hands on somebody, like he moved somebody out of the way. Or no, you know what it was? I think he tried to like hold Vince to let a lady go first. I think there was like some woman with him, like either Linda or Stephanie. And I, I think just remember, yeah, uh, he touched Mr. McMahon, and that was the end of that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So he he already fucking hates Titus. So people say that's why Titus is never gonna get a fucking title or. Fair. I mean, he did he get the fucking twenty four seven title? He might have held held that for like thirty seconds. But I, I don't know. I doubt it. Yeah, they fucking say that that's why he's never gonna get a fair shake in the WWE ever again, which makes sense because he, he's that. That's why you should fucking fear Vince because you don't. Vince probably put fucking a banana peel there. I mean, that's, that sounds pretty fucking racist now, too. I'm, I'm going to get oh fucking Jim Cornetted. I just mean for him to slip on. I don't mean... Come on. Don't fucking Jim Cornette me. <laughs> oh. No. I... I, I just... I'm Everybody just saying... Oil or something. Yeah, he probably made him Somebody slip there because he didn't up. like... He didn't like him. Yeah. Just like he probably killed Owen Hart on purpose. But 
either way, these are all reasons why you should fear Vince McMahon and why everybody does fear Vince McMahon. And I just don't think anybody fears Tony Khan. I feel like like Kenny Omega is probably calling the shots in exchange for sexual favors to Tony Khan. It's probably a Harvey Weinstein type situation. But instead of an old Jewish guy banging young chicks, it's a young, small, feeble, homosexual man using his dad's money to have sex with homosexual wrestlers of his choosing. That's what AEW seems like to me. They wouldn't show him on TV. When they had that little segment where John Moxley goes into his office and asks for a match with Kenny Omega, they did not show Tony Khan on TV. You just hear his voice. It was probably recorded somewhere else. Or it's because Kenny Omega was also in the room sucking his dick. And John Moxley just walked in and was like, give me the match. And he, and you, what you don't hear is Tony Khan asks Kenny Omega if he's down. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah. And then they have the fucking match. And, you know, I kind of expected there to be blood in that match because for the last month they've been walking around with barbed wire things and not hitting each other. So if they didn't hit somebody with barbed wire in that match, it would just be even more of a letdown than AEW is. It really feels, it doesn't, it it really isn't living up to the hype. AEW is, they're coming out there smashing Triple H's throne. They're like, yeah, we're the fucking, we're AEW. We're going to hire all these old WWE guys, but we're still not WWE. And we're going to like be this new cool thing. And really, it just feels like the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega are still in Ring of Honor. And they just have another type of Ring of Honor now with Jon Moxley. And this is their little fucking Ring of Honor. It looks and feels way more like Ring of Honor than it does NXT or WWE or anything on WWE Network or any WWE programming. It's way more like Ring of Honor. The production just isn't there. Everybody, they're tr- they have like three guys that people know. They have like three to five guys that I kind of wish were in WWE. It would be pretty dope if the Lucha Bros were in WWE. And they're not even really exclusively to AEW, which is why they didn't get the belts. So they could end up in WWE one day, for all we know. I would fucking love to see Penta and Phoenix in the fucking WWE. That would be fucking dope. But, and there, there are a couple other guys in there. It would, it would honestly be cool to see some of the guys in AEW go to WWE because they have a few good wrestlers. But the drop-off, the fucking drop-off after those few wrestlers is just insane. There's just fucking nobody there. They're trying to build all these new green wrestlers, and it's hard to build new wrestlers in a new company that you're fucking building. You know what I mean? You can't you can't do both. If you have the platform yeah. to, to build new people, then that's one thing. But then you have this other thing that you're building, and you're going to try to build these guys in there. And I, it, it just really feels like – it really feels like they're all just sucking Tony Khan's dick 
in the back room while he gets offended on Twitter. That's like his maximum level of happiness is having Kenny Omega suck his dick while he gets offended on Twitter. Doing both of those things at the same time just makes him so fucking happy. He's just a little fucking gay mouse using his dad's money to fucking get what he wants in the world. And I I don't think... I don't think there's a more hateable person in the world than somebody who just has their fucking parents' money. You know what I mean? Somebody that you know is just set for life because of their parents' money. Everybody fucking hates that person, dude. When you know that they just got what they have from their parents, they never had to do anything. You know, basically all they have to do is basically all they have to do is not be a heroin addict and they're set for life, you know? And not a like fucking more hateable. Mm-hmm. Wait, what did you say? I didn't hear you. Like, cut out. I said, and usually half the time they are heroin addicts. Yeah. Yeah, they they end up doing that because they don't have any, any, like, fulfillment of fucking success, you know? And their wrestlers just aren't fucking... Like, they have those top few guys are good that I'll admit. But then... The drop-off is just so insane. The guys aren't even believable. You put this fucking match on TV, and it's fucking the gay fat guy in the fucking Pulp Fiction suit and one of the Viking Raiders, and they're going up against Jungle Boy, who is, again, somebody that's only there because of his dad's money. He's fucking Luke Perry's son. I don't even know who Luke Perry is. some fucking actor that... Bitches talk about. So his son is the fucking Jungle Boy, which also could very well be a racist name, you know, if it's taken out of context. And then oh God, yeah. they, ha- they have this other guy with him, Marco Stunt, who, dude, I could beat the shit out of him with one hand tied behind my back. I guarantee you, you could tie a hand behind my back and I would beat the fuck out of this guy, dude. I guarantee it. He's like fucking three feet tall, dude. A little fucking skinny guy with fucking long hair. I I would fuck this dude up. So you have these guys. And Jungle Boy isn't much he's bigger. He's probably he's probably like a foot tall. What? I just, looked, I just looked up Luke Perry's like fucking IMDb, and his like main shit he's known for is Beverly Hills 90210, Fifth Element, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, like all that gay shit. Yeah. So his his dad was a gay sitcom actor, and his son's a fucking god. And his son used that to parlay it into a career with another guy who has a company with his dad's money. So these two guys with their dad's money come together, and they they're you know doing this fucking wrestling shit. So they have these two midgets going up against one of the Viking Raiders and the Pulp Fiction guy, and it's just not not believable because this fat guy could easily just sit on both these guys and fuck them up. But yet this is what AEW is showing on TV. They have, they only have two hours of TV time to fill every week. It's not like WWE where they have fucking three hours on Monday, two hours on Wednesday and two hours on Friday. It's just fucking, you have two hours once a week and that's all you have to fill. 
You don't have anything better to show me than this. They don't, their roster isn't that deep. They kept talking all this shit like, oh, like only like 40% of our roster is unveiled right now. We're going to have all these other guys. Who? Where the fuck are they? When are they going to be unveiled? They were all counting on CM Punk. All the fucking AEW marks were all like, yeah, CM Punk's going to come over here and then it's going to be over. They, they had fucking two pay-per-views in Chicago. The fucking second one in Chicago, he's at StarCast doing a Q&A, and everybody's just like, yo, he's definitely going to be there. He's definitely going to be there. He has to be there. He's going to be there. The whole thing was just like a fucking CM Punk party, and then CM Punk didn't show up just like Colin Kaepernick to his fucking workout. That's exactly what Dude, the fuck happened. It. It's, it's literally the best thing they ever could have hoped for, like, well, not, not like before, but you know what I mean? It's the ultimate thing WWE and Fox could have ever done. Like, finally said, give me the old fuck you to AEW. It was to get CM yeah. Punk and, like, make all these yeah. independent wrestlers go. But, like, give the big old fuck you to all these indie fucking people that are just like, oh, indies all the way. Yeah, dude. Yo, you're, like, really cutting in and out. I don't, I don't know what it is. It's, like, all good. I, like, heard what you're saying and stuff. I know, I know it's not your fault. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Getting him, and the thing is, is CM Punk is only there because he thinks he's not working for WWE and that he's working for Fox. I haven't watched it yet. I actually have it DVR'd, but from what Ernesto was telling me, the show he's on was pretty good last night. He said he was kind of talking a lot of shit about WWE and how it's too scripted, and he was just going in because Fox is paying him not WWE. So I guess it's a kind of similar situation to how Fox would pay their analysts to have like an NFL show and talk shit about the NFL. Like they can be honest about it because it's, they're not being paid by the NFL. You know, it's like kind of like an independent thing. So that's kind of what CM Punk thinks he's doing. But at the end of the day, he's on there with three or four other wrestlers that are all in the WWE or an announcer in the WWE. So they're all not going to say things that could fuck with WWE, but CM Punk is going to say it and, you know, be like, he's going to think he's there dropping his pipe bombs and shit. I feel like at the end of the day, if it gets too out of hand, he's going to have to hold back. And it's probably all being orchestrated by WWE anyway, at the end of the day. And maybe they'll have him back in the ring. I don't know. If I had to guess, honestly, if I had to put my money one way or the other right now, I think I'd, I'd, yeah, no, I would definitely put my money on that he is not going to be in the ring again. I don't think CM Punk wrestles again. I don't think he wants to wrestle again. I think he wants to stay retired. I think if he was going to wrestle again, it would have had to be with more of like a pop right away i would want him to you know come out during a fucking a big show in either a pay-per-view or a raw or smackdown at a big moment when someone's talking shit that's relevant to him that you don't expect they're out there and then all of a sudden you hear his song and he comes out that would be the biggest possible pop because then he hasn't been on tv you know if you're gonna have him just show up to this show on Fox now he's now that he's on this show every fucking week so everybody knows he's on TV again so if you have him show up in the WWE it's not as big of a surprise you know what I mean because he's already been on programming the way to do it if he was going to wrestle again would 100% be he just comes out of the blue during a wrestling show 
Yeah. I think this 100% means that he is not wrestling again. I don't think we're going to see CM Punk in a ring ever again. If I had to bet money on it, I would fucking say no. Honestly, I've never even really watched the guy wrestle. I've watched a couple of his matches, but that was like when I stopped watching wrestling, you know? I watched it when I was a kid, and then like any normal person, when I was a teenager, I started caring about pussy and and weed, you know? When I was a teenager, it just all became trying to get weed, and trying to get pussy, and you know, really I, I didn't have I didn't have much time for fucking wrestling, you know. And then when we get older, you have a steady income of weed and pussy, and then you can watch wrestling again because you're not, you know, constantly fucking worrying about it, and things are fucking what nice, really, you know. What it really is is was his mics his mic skills. Yeah, that, that, it's always what yeah. I say. I at always talk time, shit about him. Oh, yeah? No, at that time, when he was huge, you had, like, people that were good on the mic were just him, Cena, Orton. I mean, Miz was still kind of coming into his own. Yeah. Miz was kind of good at the time. But, you know, I mean, you only had a few good people that could actually pull off unscripted promos. Yeah. Yeah, and... Nowadays, you a don't really see those unscripted promos, and yeah, because, I mean that's because that's, the people suck at them. Yeah, yeah, I mean, but that's the thing though, dude. Is people always talk all this shit about how WWE is too scripted and fucking this and that, but at the end of the day, they have a formula and the formula works. So why, like, they have the fucking they have the KFC secret recipe. You know what I mean? They got the secret herbs and spices and it's worked. So why are you yeah. going to change it if it's been working? If it ain't broke, don't fix it. So they don't need to risk having these people go out on live TV and fucking up and making them look bad when they can just be safe and do what works and sell a bunch of shit and have Fox pay them billions of dollars well, and everything's fucking good. I just mean that because I just mean if I because you only get like that one in a few people that can actually do them on live TV and not fuck up. Yeah, you know it, it's hard to come by those types of people like The Rock, Cena, CM Punk, Miz. Yeah, like the the veterans out there, they definitely allow to improvise. They definitely allow everybody to improvise from time to time, but. It's definitely also heavily scripted. Like they, I don't think they would ever let anybody go out there on live TV and just be like, "Yeah, I'm gonna go out there and just wing it and talk some shit for ten minutes, and then and then they fucking come out and attack me." You know what I mean? They, it would never be that simple. Actually, dude, a video leaked earlier today of of uh, like rehearsals in WWE. It was for like uh, I think it was for NXT UK, and they showed. On the top, they had the rehearsal video, and then on the bottom, they had the actual shit on TV. And they pretty much run every match through, like, thing for thing. Like, they have them out there, and then they have them do their entrance and walk out. They do the whole entrance exactly how it is. They don't have, like, the music and lights and everything, but they come out and just do all the actions exactly how it is and then they do the match like they'll set up for the moves like get on the top rope but then they won't actually like jump off and land on their back they yeah, just they, fucking they play out the whole match 
Yeah, they'll like they'll run into the fucking like steps if they're gonna run into the steps, shit like that. But everything definitely is heavily scripted, way more than AEW. But at the end of the day, AEW does look very amateur and very unpolished and not as good as even WWE NXT UK. So it is what it is. WWE has a formula that works. AEW's out here trying. I give it like a year until Tony Khan's dad cuts off his allowance and then Kenny Omega leaves him for Vinnie Mac and the fucking young cucks and Hangman Page chilling with Ashley Mazzaro's corpse on his fucking noose still <clears throat> and all the other Can fucking losers. That would be funny. Dude, the promo that he cut with MJF last week, you can just tell that it, that uh, Chris Jericho misses Kevin Owens so much, dude. You can just fucking tell that he fucking misses him. He's he because clearly Chris Jericho wrote that whole promo that he did with MJF. Did you see it? You see this? You hear about this? No, <laughs> no, I didn't see it. So Y2J has his little group called the inner circle and MJF is like the top rising heel in the company that everybody loves. He's basically just some Jew in a scarf who copies Y2J. Like he, like he doesn't follow him around Damian Sandow style and just do all his actions, but he fucking, he's just a fucking, Y2J knockoff like he wears the scarf and he just says asshole shit I actually saw him in person at the first Starcast I was at he he, he was actually pretty funny there because I like didn't know who he was and I was sitting there talking to a fat guy in an ECW shirt about I don't know what the fuck we were talking about he was talking about wrestling probably obviously it's a fucking wrestling convention and then he just calls him out and says some shit about like, hey, you fat fucking a, in an ECW shirt. I was like, wow, he's just going out. The dude who I was talking to was like visibly hurt, dude. Like I was talking to him and this fucking this fucking MJF guy said this to him and he, he was actually like fucking sad, dude. It was fucking hilarious. I was sitting there talking oh, to this dude. Dude, it was I, I was talking to him and he was all happy talking about like ECW and I, I I think we were in line to meet like Rey Mysterio or something and we were sitting there talking about wrestling he's all happy and then and then MJ I was like hey you fat fucking in, in a fucking ECW shirt like blah 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 and he the dude's face like dropped he was went from being so excited <laughs> to just being sad dude I was like wow. And we just, I, I, I had to try to, like, cheer him up after that. I was like, uh, you know, you know, I was just trying to change the subject so he he wasn't all sad anymore because I'm a fucking nice person, you know? But, like, dude, oh, my God. It was pretty fucking hilarious. So he's out there with Y2J, and, y, and they were just going back and forth like Y2J and Kevin Owens would. Y2J was like, do you want to join the inner circle? And he was like, do you want me to join the inner circle? He's like, do you want to join? He's like, do you want me to join? Do you want to join? Do you want me to join? It was just a back and forth type exchange. Somebody's fucking car alarm, dude. Dude, people here's fucking don't know how to use their fucking cars, I guess. Like, literally, 
car alarms go off here, it feels like every fucking hour some shit starts going off. And then it'll stop for a second and it'll go back on. It's like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? Are you fucking, like, sleeping on your keys? Like, what the fuck are these people doing? These fucking car alarms go off 20 times a fucking day. But, yeah, he just clearly misses Kevin Owens. And he's having this fucking young green bean Jew in a scarf just be his little fucking accomplice and he's going to try to groom him to be like a Kevin Owens. Which, you know, I fucking respect it. But it's like you you would be making better content if you were in the WWE where they actually know how to wrestle, where somebody won't botch a fucking body slam on you in the most important segment on your fucking little wrestling show on TV that you just got aired. Cody Rhodes can't even do a fucking power slam. Chris Jericho set it up perfect. Bumps off those ropes, runs at him, and Cody just fucking falls on his back. Fuck, because all this motherfucker knows how to do is fall on the ground. He has two options. It's either fall on the ground and do his little dumb punch to the face, or fall on the ground and break his fucking face open. That's all he does. He has two options. Punch or break his fucking face open. Doesn't know any moves. He's a fucking legacy act. His third option is bring out somebody that knew his father. That, that's all he knows how to do. He's a fucking legacy act. That's all fucking AEW is. Is you know who my daddy is wrestling. That, that's what AEW should be called. Is do you know who my daddy is wrestling. You got fucking Luke Perry's Makes son. The fucking con billionaire's son. This fucking guy. It's all just, do you know who my fucking daddy is wrestling? It's fucking horrible, dude. They all just need to leave and go to WWE where they can make better fucking content. And it's not going to look amateur. If they all just took the deals that Vince gave them. Vince gave them good deals. See... Everybody wants to be like, oh, my, everybody wants to think that they matter, right? That's why everybody gets so offended. That's why everything is like it is nowadays. Everybody wants to think that they matter. So AEW said, hey, you can come here and you're going to matter. You can come here and your opinion matters. You can go out there and say what you want. You can be whatever gender you want. You're going to matter. But the thing is, is nobody fucking cares. Because nobody's fucking watching. So you can matter all you want, but nobody's fucking watching. If you're in WWE, people are fucking watching. Vince gave them deals where they had X amount of time where they could leave and they could be input on creative. They had pretty fucking sweet deals. It, they had like fucking get off with fucking murder deals. You know what I mean? With what they did with 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 what they were trying to do to WWE, Vince gave them a solid fucking plea yeah. bargain, you know? And they said, no, we're not taking the plea bargain. We're going to try the fucking court of wrestling, and we're going to go up against Vince McMahon. And Vince said, all right, you're done. And now they're going to be done. Honestly, I hope Vince can get over the fact that they're all bitches and try to go up against them and still hire them to WWE after their whole little thing fails, he definitely will. He hires everybody, but they'll probably just get buried. If they took the deal before, they would have had really good input with creative. They would have they would have all been on the main roster, I think. And then like the fucking main elite guys were all on the main roster getting big money. And then Hangman Page would have been getting main roster money 
to just be on NXT. And they didn't do it. And now, because they're all like, oh, we're the elite, blah, blah, blah. And now, Hangman Page leaves the elite anyway. So, Vince McMahon is just a genius and foresaw everything anyway and knows what's fucking good and was trying to set them up, trying to give them deals because he respected them. They didn't take the deals from Uncle Vince, and now they all lose. AEW is fucking garbage. It's fucking Ring of Honor 2.0. Not even. It's like Ring of Honor 1.7. It's fucking garbage. It just, it, that's all it is. They're still on Ring of Honor. It's no different. It's just a different logo, you know? It's like a mix of fucking Ring of Honor and Impact with some fucking, with some rejects from New Japan. There's literally something in every match that is fucking gay. Whether it's the dude in fucking booty shorts, whether it's a tranny. Either way, they got a guy tranny and they got a girl tranny. I don't even know which one's which, to be honest with you. I don't know which fucking terminology is right. I don't know which one's the guy tranny. I guess the one that's the guy tranny is the one that's in the men's division. In the girl. Or is it, though? Or is it, though? You know what I mean? Or is it, though? I don't fucking know. All I know is that Jesus is not happy with AEW wrestling. I know that much. And I know that Tony Khan's dad, who's fucking Middle Eastern, probably hasn't even turned on the product. Because if he did, he would just fucking, I don't know, send his son away to a fucking ISIS camp where they fucking throw him off a roof. Because this shit is a fucking sin. It's just the Homosexual Wrestling Federation. And it's not even fucking good. It's literally not even good. They're like, well, clearly none of us know how to wrestle, so we're just going to throw each other on this fucking barbed wire and make the internet go crazy, and it doesn't even work because nobody wants to think anything's good. The crowd they're going after is the crowd that wants to be offended and hate shit, so it's going to work for like three episodes, and then they're just going to turn on them and be like, you know what, now we're offended at you. Huh, what you're going to do now, brother? or sister, or whatever you identify as, you know? It's not going to fucking work. It's destined to fucking fail. Nope. Oh, God, yeah. It's fucking horrible. Dude, I can't wait for fucking Champ Smoke's face blunts to fucking start up again next week where I can be on camera, in my fucking costume, in the fucking studio, going after this shit every fucking week. What it's looking like is it's going to be on Mondays. And we'll film Champ Smoke's Face Blunts on Mondays. And then we'll do Dab and Aladdin podcast on Wednesdays. And then on Fridays, we'll do the Friday Night Super Show, which is my show now. And I think the information that I got was wrong about, about fucking there being Survivor Series matches on SmackDown. I think SmackDown is just going to be SmackDown. So we should probably do what you said and just do Survivor Series picks immediately after SmackDown on the Friday Night Super Show. So, Spent Kent, if you're listening, cool. what you're going to do, brother, you're going to come over to the Friday Night Super Show again like you did last week, brother, to do these picks? Or are you going to be over there with the fakes and the frauds and the gay sons? What you're going to do? Wow. 
It all really came back home, huh? Gay sons. And now we just brought it back to Lee Pierre. Speaking of gay sons. Wow, huh? The synchronicity of that. Would you, would you just look at that? It all goes around. And then Dennis says, I'm going to have a gay son one day. Dennis says, I talk so much shit about Lee Pierre that one day I'm going to have a gay son. That, that would be the real wraparound, and I would throw him off of a roof. But Ed, that would be fucking hilarious if I threw a fucking gay baby off a roof, like fucking 300. I love talking about that. I fucking love the beginning of 300 where they throw retarded babies off cliffs. I really think the world would be a better place. We just threw retarded babies off fucking cliffs. There'd be no AEW. You know what I mean? But then there'd be no Nyla Rose, and I'd have nobody to make fun of. So, dude, you know what's awesome? I realized is uh, I was, like, looking at my sneakers yesterday. I have a good amount of sneakers. And because the fucking cat, which I'm not even talking about the fucking cat this episode. That's a whole nother fucking episode. Maybe I'll fucking talk. I need another blunt if I'm going to fucking talk about the cat. Maybe I'll fucking roll one and talk about the fucking cat. I I, I don't know. It's a whole fucking... That cat's a whole fucking story. But it fucking pissed on my running shoes. Thankfully, it didn't piss on my boxing shoes. I still have those. But it pissed on my running shoes. So I need another pair of shoes to use when I lift weights. I could use the boxing shoes, but I only want to use those in the boxing room. I don't want to bring those out to the fucking gym. They're going to get all fucked up when I'm lifting weights. It'd be better to wear those than running shoes because they're flat, but I only want to wear them for boxing. Fuck that shit. So I basically need another pair of shoes to lift weights in, though. So I was looking at shoes, and when I was in Vegas, I did a couple workouts at the hotels I was at, and I just wore the shoes that I had on there, and they weren't bad. So I was like, maybe I'll get those. And I wore those shoes the whole time I was in Vegas. And the amazing thing is that those shoes are the, I believe they're Kevin Durant 7s maybe. And they have fucking, they're the florals. Look up like uh, Kevin Durant 7 florals, I believe, if you want to see what they look like. They're fucking sick. They're like blue, and they have like a fucking, a like, like brown leather, like suede. I don't know. I don't know. I guess it can't be leather and suede, but it's some fucking really nice quality strap over the laces. And then the pattern on them is floral, as you would imagine. So it's all like roses and shit, like roses and like blue flowers and like all this fucking blue flowers. It's a fucking Dr. Octagon song for the OGs out there. But yeah, it has flowers all over it and roses. And while I was on that Vegas trip is when the saga of the Nyla Rose began. And it's just very synchronicityistic that I had on shoes with roses on them as I went to Las Vegas to begin my quest. I had already been, I hadn't really been trolling AEW, I wouldn't say, when that started. I had been trolling StarCast, but there was when I had never even trolled Nyla Rose in my life. Would you believe that, dude? I never even trolled Nyla Rose before that shit started, dude. <laughs> it was I the tranny wasn't even on my it was like I knew that there was like a tranny wrestler in AEW, but I it didn't like 
it didn't bother me. Like, I didn't go out of my way to go like, oh, I'm going to go fuck with this tranny wrestler because I hate trannies. I just knew it was there, and I was like, yeah, that's cool. I'm still going to go because I want to see, like, Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks and all these guys wrestle who i never seen wrestle before, you know? So I'm, like, still going to go. I, I want to see Pentagon and all them, so I'm still going to go. I, I don't care that there's a tranny. And then I went, and people, the dude behind me was like, kick his ass and I'm like ah and I think it's funny and then my girlfriend asked me a question about the fucking tranny she's like why are you laughing is that why it says mister on the short she feels horrible by the way now because she feels like her asking me that question is what started this whole fucking thing and if she never asked me that question I would never be doing all this which is kind of right it is kind of her fault but that's what started the whole thing. Is her just ask, and then I just start making jokes to her. And the guy next to me gets all offended. Because everybody just wants to get all offended. And granted, I didn't help with my tweets. But you know what? It doesn't fucking matter. Because it's been overall a gain for me. It's been pretty great. And that's why I'm never going to stop. And this fucking he, she... Whatever the fuck this creature is, married to something that thinks it's a lesbian that is just a regular woman having regular sex that wants to feel like she's special and get extra offensive points. It doesn't matter. I'll take them all down. I'll go up against them all. It's not going to fucking stop. I'm the fucking man. I honestly kind of want to roll another fucking blunt and keep this fucking shit going. But maybe we should just wrap it up and go for a little instead of two fucking... Oh, shit. The fucking straws coming out of my fucking coffee. Dude, I asked for a fucking straw at Starbucks the other day, and this bitch acted like I killed a baby. She gives me my fucking coffee. That's ridiculous. Dude, she gives me my coffee without a fucking straw. And I'm like, yo, there's no... I'm like, can I have a straw? And she was like, oh, yeah. Like... What's with the fucking attitude? Just give me the fucking straw. I'm, I'm driving. I'm not going to spill fucking coffee on myself so you can feel like you saved a fucking turtle, bitch. And on top of it, the fucking coffee didn't even have fucking ice in it, dude. There's no ice. I, asked, I order a fucking iced coffee. Ice. Iced coffee. Coffee with fucking ice in it. So she, you're supposed to give the iced coffee with ice in it because then... As you finish the coffee, the ice melts, and then there's water, and then you, you basically get more coffee, you know, because the fucking ice, and it just keeps it cold. I'm driving the fucking heats on. I want to have a cold drink. I want the iced coffee. I don't want a fucking room temperature coffee, and this bitch doesn't put any ice in my fucking coffee, dude. She just gives me the fucking coffee. I say the iced coffee. She gives it to me, no straw. I ask for the straw. She gives me the fucking attitude, so then I start drinking it. With the fucking straw. And I'm like, this shit is room temperature. She just had the fucking coffee out. It's not, it's not iced coffee. It's fucking, it's just probably a regular coffee that they fucking left out for too long. And now it's room temperature. So she gives it to me room temperature and there's no ice in it. So it's not even, it's not like it's going to get colder. It's just going to get fucking warmer. So it's just fucking hot. It's just hot coffee, basically. She didn't, she just fucked up my order completely. They want that. That's what they. And it's fucking Starbucks. Dude. Or I paid a hot coffee. I paid big money for this fucking coffee, dude. I, and then I had a shot of espresso in it, so that probably made it even warmer. I'd imagine espresso's hot, you know. 
So this bitch just basically gave me a hot coffee. Pissed me the fuck off. Fuck this bitch. But yeah, anyway, that's fucking that. We'll fucking wrap this thing up. I'm not going to get into anything else. We'll fucking keep them waiting. And on fucking Friday, we'll be fucking back on the Friday Night Super Show. And we're going to do picks. Uh, yeah, we're going to do fucking picks for Survivor Series, which I'm actually very fucking excited for. This is probably the first time I've been this excited for Survivor Series. This NXT crossover is the shit. If they just kind of stop calling everybody up from NXT, if they just kind of keep it at what it is and have NXT and then Raw and then SmackDown, and they all don't really fuck with each other, they stop the wild card rule, they stop all that stupid shit, they stop the drafts, they stop all that shit, and they just have it what it is. And then once a year at Survivor Series, they all kind of intermingle, and it's like the fucking kind of like a Royal Rumble-esque feel where you see people go up against each other that normally don't, and there's a lot of excitement. That would be fucking sick, dude. That's what Survivor Series should be. I fucking love it. WWE is better than ever. Keep it like it is. Everything's fucking perfect. WWE is winning. AEW is fucking dying. I couldn't be happier. Life is great. And, uh, yeah, any closing thoughts from you, Dylan? Uh, I'm still, uh, I still laughed my ass off about South Park calling out AEW all last week. Yeah, that was pretty awesome. I can't wait. Is, is there a new episode tonight? There has to be. I don't, I don't know. I really hope so. I hope they piss off some more people. Me too, dude. All right. It's still early that. in the day, so. Yeah. Yeah, it is fucking early, man. I got to figure out when I'm going to the fucking gymnasio i have a car now it's a fucking game changer i'm fucking loving life but yeah thank you dylon for taking time out of your busy day filled with world of warcraft raids for calling into the fucking show and uh yeah i'll see you bitches friday let's fucking take a tune from fucking 1969 to get out take us out of here a time when jim Cornette would be welcome in any wrestling federation